Don't you love the Word? Come on, the Word. The Word of God is a light. Boy, I put that on my Facebook this morning. The Word of God is a light, right, to our path. A lamp unto our feet. Boy, can you imagine how dark? <laughs> it's dark today, right? Because of all the clouds. Imagine how dark our life would be without the Word. Oof. Man, we know what's happening. Amen? We know what's going on in this world because we have the Word. We aren't walking in darkness as the world is walking in darkness, but we're not. So God has given us light for our path in the Word of God so that we can see, right? We can see what, what time period we're in right now. Right? We can know. We don't have to guess. We can know exactly where we're at in the time period we're in. And so thank God we have light. And of course, it's light for our daily path, right? The Word of God is light for our daily path. Right? What we should do, what we should say, where we could go, that's, that's also in there. Of course, we're being led by the Holy Spirit, right? As we follow the Word of God, as the Word of God leads us through our life, then along the route, the Holy Spirit will tell us something to do, right? Come on. Thank God. Not only do we have the Word of God, come on, we have the Spirit of God. That's, that, those are the power twins right there. Come on. The, the Word, <laughs> there's this one church called uh, Word and Spirit. I like that because we have to realize it's not all about the Word, right? It's, it, it, <laughs> We need to know the word, amen. We need to study the word. We need to know the word of God. But then we also need the spirit of God. Amen. Otherwise, it just becomes law. And it becomes religion. Come on. That's why we emphasize the spirit of God around here so much. Because we want the word of God. Amen and amen and amen. We want to know as much word. We want to walk in the word. We want the word. But then we got to have the spirit with it. Or then it's dry and dead. Come on. Word and spirit. We emphasize that a lot. We want the word. We want the spirit. We want both. Often churches can get off on the tangents, right? There are churches that focus on the Holy Spirit so much that they don't know the word. Man, I've, I've, I've been in services where I've been in some Holy Ghost services, right? Where the Spirit of God is moving. But then all of a sudden, things are said that are not biblical. And I'm like, now we're getting off. Now we're getting off. And it can happen. It can happen in a Holy Spirit-filled service. It can get off. This keeps us on the right path. Come on. When, when, when the Holy Spirit's a moving and something happens, is happening that's not found in the Word, we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. <laughs> I could tell you some stories. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, hold on. It's getting a little off right now. Come on. And then also, we can focus so much on the Word that the Holy Spirit is not allowed in church. Right? Holy Spirit's not allowed here. You want to pray in tongues? Not here. You want to lift your hands to God? Not here. 
We just, we just talk about the Word. It should be more like this. We just talk about the Word of God here at this church. You seen those? I'm like, you need some spirit. <laughs> You're like, wake up, man, wake up. <laughs> you need the Word and some spirit to go along with that Word. It's got to be the balance of both. We need, we need both. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, that was just fun, preaching there. Amen. Taking a rabbit trail. But we started a new series five weeks ago titled Gifts of the Holy Spirit. Hopefully you've been listening, right? I'm going to give you a test today. You want to test? Yeah, I'm going to test. Paige is like, oh, no, a test. Oh, no. She likes those tests, don't you? Get all stressed out. Well, we all need to be operating in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. People that turn off the Holy Spirit, they don't operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But it's a shame because we're, we're cutting off gifts for ourselves, right? And we're cutting off gifts for someone else. Come on. Like I gave you the example. I had a word of knowledge, which is a gift of the Holy Spirit. We talked about that, where I saw a supplement I needed to take in a vision. Well, that was to help me. Thank God. I had a gift of the Holy Spirit manifest to help me. And I also had a word of knowledge just recently about a person in a dark box. And I saw them in a vision. And I saw it was a person I knew in a dark box. And, and I knew that I needed to pray for that person. So God gave me a word of knowledge so that I was able to help them, right? So if we shut down the gifts of the Spirit, if we shut down the Holy Spirit, as many have done over the years and still do, I mean, you could go into many churches today and you talk about the gifts, you want to mention the gifts of the Holy Spirit, they say, oh, no, no, that's all done. <laughs> Come on, it's not done. Holy Spirit is not done, Amen. Think, just, think, just think about it. I mean, you just want to say, just think about it for one moment. One moment. The Holy Spirit was given to the church. And the church is still here. The saints of God are still here. So the Holy Spirit is still here doing exactly what he did in the book of Acts. Exactly. Hasn't changed a bit. Now, many people have shut down the Holy Spirit. But doesn't mean he's changed at all. Doesn't mean he's gone at all. It means you just shut him off. You shut him down. But the Holy Spirit is still working the same as he worked in the book of Acts. And the more we allow him in to move, because he's a gentleman, he, he only comes where he wants to be once, when people want him. Come on. When we allow him in to move, come on, he's going to move. Come on. So, those, those are, these are gifts we're talking about. Gifts of the Holy Spirit given to us by God through the Holy Spirit of God. And we're supposed to respect the gifts. Cherish the gifts. Don't, don't shut down the gifts. Cherish them. Come on. Cherish them. Amen. So we're going to read 1 Corinthians 12, 1 again. Where he starts talking about the spiritual gifts. And he says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant Right? So God does not, not want us ignorant concerning spiritual gifts. And many are, and it's sad, but many are. 
And many believe, like I said, the Holy Spirit has, has died. <laughs> the Holy Spirit doesn't operate anymore. And the sad thing is they're missing out. Right? They're missing out on so many blessings. But in this series, we're seeing spiritual gifts are for every Christian today. Amen. So let's read the gifts again in verses 7 through 11, where he, Paul mentions, talks about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings, we're going to talk about that today, by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So, the gifts are given as the Spirit of God wills, right? We can't make the Holy Spirit give us gifts. That's why it's a gift, right? <laughs> you can't make anybody give you a gift. They give you a gift. It's a gift. And so the Holy Spirit gives us a gift, a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Come on. If we want it, he'll show up. Amen? And in 1 Corinthians 14, 1, we read that last week. I don't know. If, I think it was the first time we read last week. It says, eagerly desire spiritual gifts. So, not only are we, we to know about this, we're to eagerly desire them. Hello? Eagerly desire spiritual gifts. We got to want them. Amen? And we can break them down into three categories. We've been talking about the three categories. There's the three speaking gifts. Prophecy, different kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. That we'll probably get into, get into next week. Three gifts of power, gift of faith, working of miracles, gifts of healings. Three revelation gifts, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits. We almost covered all of them except for um, uh, today, gifts of healings, then prophecy, then tongues and interpretation of tongues. But the first week we looked at word of knowledge. Now this is your, this is your first test of the day. Who can give me a little, little definition of what a word of knowledge is? Uh, the, the thing I would add to that is present or past. A present or past thing that is going on right now or went on in the past. And there's a reason he shows us, right? There's a reason. I just gave you the one about I got a supplement in a vision to take. That was for now. That was present tense now, okay? And an example in the Word of God I've been, I've been given is the... Um, John, in the book of Revelation, he was exiled on the Isle Patmos. Patmos, he wrote the book of Revelation and had a vision from Jesus, right? And what he, he got a vision from Jesus about the spiritual condition of all the seven churches of that day. That was a word of knowledge because you can't, you don't know the spiritual condition of any church, with, <laughs> but God does. <laughs> Amen. God does. God knows, and he can reveal it. And he revealed it to John. This is the condition of Laodicean church right now. This is what they're doing right. This is what they're doing wrong. Tell them to repent of being lukewarm. Right? 
and he had, a, he, had a, he had a word of knowledge for every single church of the day. That was a word of knowledge. That's a present tense. This is what's happening in the church right now. Word of knowledge, okay? Then we talked about word of wisdom. Who can give me a little definition of a word of wisdom? And the difference. Future, that's the key word there, right? Another word, but about the future. Word of wisdom is about the future. Always speaks of the future. And we tend to just call it prophecy, but prophecy doesn't just, really isn't just speaking of the future. We're going to get into that. But prophecy kind of wraps up all of these things. I mean, I can, I can prophesy, and I have, right? Prophesied, and within the prophecy, there's a word of wisdom. There's a word of knowledge. Come on. There's gifts coming out in that prophecy, different gifts, okay? So a word of wisdom breaks it down a lot further than just saying someone prophesied. If they gave a word of wisdom, they gave a word about the future, okay? And like I've been saying, very, very important to understand. When you get a word of wisdom about the future, it is conditional, it, or it doesn't always make it conditional, but it probably very well could be conditional. And we prayed at the end of that service, if you remember, for our country. Because there's a lot of words being spoken about our country right now. I just heard another one, and I, I sent it out to a few of you. A, a good one. A really, really good one. Right? A really good one. But the, often they're conditional. And if we don't pray about them, come on. If we don't pray, we, we talked about Hezekiah. Remember Hezekiah? Isaiah said, you're going to die, Hezekiah. Get your house in order. You're a dead man walking. Bye-bye. And he left, he left Hezekiah. And King Hezekiah turned to the wall and prayed. And before Isaiah got out of the courtyard, God said, go back to Hezekiah and tell him he has 15 more years to live. Amen. Come on. So it was conditional based upon his prayer. And if you get a word of wisdom from somebody, and, and I've given words to, to people, and I, I've said some great things to those people by the Spirit of God. And I'm like, woo, wow. Well, I'm even shocked when I say it sometimes. I'm like, whoa, that was good. Because <laughs> right? it's coming out of my spirit. A lot of times I'm speaking out of my spirit, I don't even know what's going to come out until it comes out. I'm like, woo. You, you judge your own prophecy, don't you? You got to judge your own prophecy. If something comes out of you from the Spirit of God, you judge it. Is, is that biblical? Is that godly? Is it right? Amen? Come on. But I've said things. I'm like, whoa, whoa. But those words given to people about their future, it doesn't mean anything if they don't act on it. It's conditional. Well, you're called to be an evangelist in the nations. And then they're like, oh, I am? Woo, glory to God, I'm, I'm going to be evangelist. And then they sit on the couch and eat Cheetos. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen because they're not preparing for it. It's conditional. Come on now. Three weeks ago, we looked at discerning of spirits. Who wants to give me a little definition of that? Good. Good. You can see if something is actually demonic or it's, it's the Lord himself. And you see it in the spirit realm. You can see it in the spirit realm. You know. God reveals it to you. That's discerning of spirits. And I saw a demon. 
I saw angels. I got to see into the spirit realm. Moses saw the back of God. He got to see into the spirit realm. That's discerning of spirits. You get, it's a gift, obviously, right? You can't see something that you can't see, but if God lets you see it, you can see it. <laughs> Come on. John got to see Jesus when he wrote the book of Revelation. He got to see Jesus. That's discerning of spirits. He got to see into the spiritual realm. Four weeks ago, we looked at the gift of faith. Who wants to give me a little definition of that one? Very good. Someone's been listening. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it's a gift. You get a gift of faith to believe God without any doubt. It's like you cannot doubt him. I, I give the example of my life. I believed I was called into full-time ministry at the age of 19, but I didn't go into full-time ministry until, I was, until 22 years later, after I believed I was called. And I believe absolutely it was the gift of faith working in me to keep believing God. Hello? Abraham didn't have children for 25 years after the promise of God. He had no doubts, right? Gift of faith. He, was, he could not doubt God. Come on. I couldn't doubt God. Even though I, sometimes I, I, my, your head doubts God. You know, you can have doubts in your head, but your heart's still full of faith. Hello? You can have doubt up here, but have faith in here. My head would doubt things, but in my heart, I'm like, God's coming through. God's coming through. Come on. God was working in me. Gift of faith. It may take a long period of time, but it will come to pass. It will. When the gift of faith is working, it will come to pass. Last week, we looked at the working of miracles. Come on. Anybody want to give me a little definition of that one? That would, exactly, yeah. It goes against nature. It makes no sense in the natural realm. Some people want to attribute that to, to natural things. It's not natural. We're going to talk about gifts of healing today, which is not natural. But it's supernatural intervention. Come on. In the ordinary course of nature. Amen? So God wants us to participate in him to work miracles. Come on, we talked about that at the end. We're, we're supposed to work miracles. That's what it literally means. Uh, work, work miracle. Work a miracle. Amen? You want to work a miracle? <laughs> now, we can't make it happen, but we can participate. We can participate in a miracle. Amen? So we got to do something to make this work, right? We, we use the example, uh, 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 Moses lifted his staff and the Red Sea parted. He did something. Come on. He did something. And the miracle happened. you got to participate with God in it. If Moses doesn't lift his staff, it doesn't part. Right? Elisha hit the water and the, the river parted. And it said he walked over. you got to participate with God. When he says do it, you do it. And the miracle happens. <laughs> Amen. Today we're looking at the gifts of healings. Woo! Now, the gifts of healings are given by God for the supernatural healing of disease without natural means from any source. So it's a lot like miracle, except it deals with 
healings. Right? No natural means of, from any source. One example, just real quick I'll throw in, is, 